Welcome to Unleash Your Niche with me, Amy Cager, a podcast aimed at helping you get clear on your business niche and identity so you can stand out, become the go-to person in your field and attract more of the right customers. Enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to this episode and a brand new season of Unleash Your Niche. Had a bit of a break over the summer so I could regroup and plan the next few months of the podcast. And I've got some great episodes coming up for you and some fantastic guests, which is so exciting, who I can't wait to chat to. I've also decided on a bit of a change up for season two, and that is that I am now recording them as a podcast, so not as a Facebook Live as I have done with season one. The guest episodes, though, will still be the same. They will still be live and you can still watch them over in the Unleash Your Niche Facebook group. So do let me know what you think. Do they sound any different? So before we get cracking with the episode, I wanted to let you know about my Build Your Niche five-day challenge I've got coming up starting on the 14th of September. So if you're listening to this in the week this episode is released, then you will still have time to sign up and join us. So the challenge is aimed at getting you clear on what your niche is. And each day I'll give you training and action for you to get there by the end of the week. And this challenge is going to be so awesome. This is the first challenge I have run and I'm really, really looking forward to it. So if you want to join us, I'll put a link in the show notes for you. So on to the episode. Today, I wanted to share with you four steps to find your perfect niche. And I find that coming up with your niche can sometimes cause a bit of unnecessary stress It can also even be seen as a little bit controversial because you've probably heard or seen various blog posts or social media posts saying, oh, to niche or not to niche. But I think the main reason there seems to be so much debate about this is that people don't really know how to go about it. It seems like it needs to be this massive and scary business decision where you pretty much drop everything that you are currently doing to get really, really precise about something in your business and is absolutely not this at all. And I think it's those who don't really understand what a niche means for your business and how you can go about creating one for your business that are normally the people who are saying that you don't need a niche. They may even say that their business is fine without one. But, you know, we don't really want fine, do we? You know, your business is something you want to develop and grow. You don't really want it as a job that just stays in the same place all the time. And I think a niche is something you do need to have if you want your business to really thrive. And yes, you can have a business that does well, does okay, you get clients, I think you can also be missing out on a massive potential to not just do okay, but to do really fantastic and make a name for yourself. So today I thought I'd share with you four steps to help you find what your niche is. So how do you go about finding the perfect niche? Number one is look at what is going on in your business. Now, the first rule of niching is coming up with your niche is not to make anything up. 
I see this time and time again. And it shows that people know that they need a niche when they, you know, to step up their business, to take their business to that next level, but they're unsure of how to go about it. So they start to make things up because they feel they have to. <laughs> and no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, this is not how to do it. Have a look at what's working in your business and also maybe what's not working so much. So do you have a particular type of customer that is coming up over and over again or a service that seems more popular than others? Or when it comes to your messaging, is there something that you're saying that is resonating that little bit more with your audience? You know, what kinds of problems are your customers coming to you with? What are they saying to you? You know, what are those exact words that they are using? So have a review. Take all of these things into account. You know, write them all down. And niche is not about making something up. As I said, it's looking at what is there. And this makes a strong niche as you are building on what is working. And this also helps with the process because a niche is not once it's done, it's done, you can wash your hands and not think of it again. It is a constant process that you should be constantly tweaking and refining. And this process, you know, of looking what's going on in your business allows you to do this. So each time you niche that little bit more, it will just be seamless. And this also makes things a lot less scary too and removes all those concerns of, you know, will I turn people off? Will I be turning customers away? Well, no, you won't because you're going to be doing more of the things that are working well in your business. So the second thing you need to be thinking about is don't get hung up on having to be specific. A niche is not just about being specific. It is about thinking about why you're different having your own flag in the sand in your area of what you do and becoming known for what you do. We don't want to be doing the same thing and saying the same things as everyone else. It's about focus and clarity. It's not trying to do all the things for all the people. And it's why someone will choose you over someone else. So it can be really, really powerful for your business. So remember this at all times. It's not just about being specific and getting stuck in that, as I find that those that think this are normally the ones that start to get in their tangle when thinking about their niche. You know, when people get too caught up in thinking about, oh God, I have to be more specific, they start to make things up as number one, they think that's what a niche is. And two, they panic and think, oh my God, I'm not being specific enough. I need to be more specific. How can I be more specific? And as I say, then they start making things up and thinking of things just because they feel they have to. So remove this from your brain, from your thinking right now, as getting a really strong niche is not about this. And it's something that can be done in stages. It is a process. So it may be that in time, you do get more and more specific, but that is not the aim. The aim is to have a more focused business that serves your customers even better than it did before. So randomly choosing a type of customer or a service because you feel you have to, just so you're being specific, is not going to do those things. And this is really, really important to try and get out of thinking when you come to the next couple of stages that I'm going to go through. 
So this is when you get that out of your head right now. Okay, so now we get into the parts which are about creating your niche. So we've kind of done a bit of that base work and now it's getting clear on what your niche is or might be. So the first thing you to do, which is number three on my list, is to think about why someone would choose you over someone else. So if there were four businesses doing the same or very similar things to you, that your potential customers were looking at, why should and would they choose you? Why are you different to your competitors? Now, we don't want to get obsessed and start getting really hung up on our competitors and what they're doing compared to you. But for this exercise, it is good to have a think about. So have a think, you know, maybe take yourself away somewhere, go grab a coffee and get thinking about what comes to mind and write it down. Write everything and anything that you can think of as to why you are different. And if you start putting things like professional, because you work hard or because you're nice, (laughs) go a bit deeper because let's assume that, you know, most businesses are those things, even if you think your competitors are not. So it's really, really thinking about what you do and why that is different to everyone else, as this will be the start of what your niche is about. Now, once you've had a think about what makes you different, this is when we get to step four, which is compiling what your niche is. And a strong niche is built around the following three areas. And it can be that you focus on only one of these areas, or it may be that you have a niche that is comprised of all three of them. The more you're clear on, the stronger your niche is. It also may be that you think right now that you only fit into one of these areas. But what I tend to find when I work with my clients is that actually they do have something in all these areas. So what are these areas? For a strong niche, you need to get clear on what makes you different in the following areas. Who you serve, what you do, and you. So to go into a bit more detail, who you serve. So this is your customer and you really need to understand your customer and what their problem is right now and how you solve it for them. And it might be that this is what unites all your customers together. There may not be any other similarities apart from they all have this same problem. And that's okay. That's completely fine. Don't worry about that. Just focus on that. It may be that you can go a little bit further And you know that there seems to be a certain type of business or a type of person that seems to be attracted to you, wants to work with you or buy from you. So the who or the customers tend to be where people focus when they begin to think about their niche. And it can be where they stop too, which is a mistake. But it also tends to be the area that people try and make up because they feel this is how they need to focus their business. So choosing your who is not about being specific, as I said. It isn't just so you can choose a type of person, for instance, yoga teachers, if it's not showing up in that first step, uh, you know, step one where we looked at reviewing your business. The reason to get clear on this is so that you can serve your customer better. It's not just so you can say, oh, I help yoga teachers do X, Y, Z. It's so you can tailor your messaging You can tailor your services or products 
It's so you can be more focused so that what you do resonates with them even more. And you yourself can get clearer and learn more about them so you can be refining those messages, your content, so it speaks even louder to them. So the second one, what you do. And this can be done in two ways. Either you decide to choose to focus on a certain aspect, so you go from a jack of all trades to more of a specialist in a certain area, or you may just do things differently. As a business, we don't just want to do and say the same things as everyone else in our industry. And sometimes it can be a bit hard as you can subliminally pick up on things that people are saying. You may see trends in your industry or there might be a particular buzzword or things that people seem to be getting on the bandwagon about. And it's not that you don't talk about these things, but do it in your way. Don't just carbon copy what others are doing or saying. Put your own stamp on it. How do you think about it? You know, sometimes you need to take that step back and really have a moment to think, you know, and the more you focus on what you do, the more your views, your opinions and ways of doing things will come out. And this is also a really, really exciting part because this is the kind of, you know, revolutionary bit of your niche and how you can really, really make your mark, which is so exciting. And this is what will set you apart and help you become that go-to person. So number three is you. So what makes you special? And the brilliant thing is, is that we're all different. So it's a great place to start. And if you regularly listen to my podcast, you will hear me say that a lot. Now, consumers now more than ever want to have that personal approach to people they work with or buy from. And yes, it can be a bit scary to make yourself seem like the center of your business, to be the face of your business, but people want to know you. They will be drawn to you. And being more present in your business is a massive shortcut to building that know, like, and trust, which is really important for people to want to buy from you. So you must inject a bit of personality into your business so that people feel a connection to you. And that doesn't mean that you have to have some crazy loud personality. Just be you. You know, we are all different. So think about what makes you you and amplify that a little bit more in your marketing. And it may be that you make more of a focus on your accent or where you're from. It could be your background. Maybe you worked in a particular sector or did something that is of interest or maybe why you do what you do. It could be that you have bright colored hair or you dress in a certain way or you have a certain pastime or love of something that people really connect with. Or you may have a combination of some of these things. And then it's being consistent with these things throughout your communication. So show up more. Don't hide behind your logo. And I should just say showing up doesn't have to mean videos. It could be adding that little bit of personality to your writing, getting your tone of voice coming across, it's showing up on social media. Photos are important. People do need to see who you are. I'm sorry, but they do. It could be writing blogs, which sound like you, or doing a podcast, whatever it is that people get to know who you are. So think of a way that makes you feel comfortable as this will be the door for people to get to know you and what makes you different and special and will be one of the reasons why someone will buy from you or want to work with you. 
So to recap, the four steps to find your perfect niche. Number one, look at what is already going on in your business. Number two, don't get hung up on being specific. Number three, what makes you different and why someone would choose you over somebody else. And number four, defining your niche. So it's getting clear on who you serve, what you do, and you. And once you're clear on your niche using these steps, this is just the beginning. So now's the time you need to communicate it so that everything, your website, your content, your services, everything you do in your business is all pointing in the same direction. So I hope those steps have helped you in thinking about how to find your perfect niche. If you follow these steps, you will have a lot stronger niche than if you try and make things up. So remember the first rule of niching is not to make anything up. Or you just try to be specific just because you feel that is the way you need to niche. And don't forget, if you'd like to sign up to my Build Your Niche five-day challenge, the link will be in the show notes. Or just come and find me on Instagram at amykjabiz, where you'll find a link in my bio or you can head to my website, amycager.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, do take a screenshot of your phone of this episode or take a selfie of you listening and tag me in on social media. It'd be great to see you listening to the episode. So that's all from me. I'll catch up with you next time. Have an awesome week. Thanks so much for listening to the Unleash Your Niche podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, do please check out amycager.com where you'll find more to help you get focused and clear on your niche and how to amplify that in your communication.